0: Do School Better, a podcast for people who want to transform education. Join Doris Corda, Hawkins School's Associate Head and Director of Entrepreneurial Studies, as she shares her experience as an educational reformer told through conversations with Assistant Directors Tim Desmond and Allison Tanker. A look inside the signature immersion course. In this episode, Doris describes the Entrepreneurial Studies class offered at Hawkins School. She explains the role of real business problems in addition to the final project and how this highly developed curriculum fosters real-world skills in students. So Doris, can you tell me a bit about the current course? Sure, the semester course that we're teaching, yes.
1: So um, the basic structure is that we find three businesses with real and urgent startup kind of problems who are willing to let a bunch of high school kids work on it. And um, the, each student in this class will work on three problems that real businesses provide. So they work on business one. Day one, they're introduced to the business and the challenge. Three weeks later or whatever, depending on how you're structuring the class. We've taught this in many different forms. Uh, currently, three weeks later, they're going to present on their, with their team their solution to that business. Mm-hmm. Then. After that, pretty much the next day, they meet Biz 2, presented with Biz 2 Challenge. They're put on a different team. Three weeks later, that team presents their solution to the business. Then when that's done, Biz 3, and three weeks later, again, a new team. Three weeks later, they present their solution to that business. And then in the final few weeks of the course, they will come out of business three having learned a lot. They cover a huge amount of learning terrain over the course of those three businesses, business problems. Um, they'll come out of that, and they'll come up with a problem they want to solve and create a business model that they then present um, in the last part of the class. And in the last part of the class, when they choose problems they want to solve, mm-hmm. the students vote the top. Uh, Top vote getting problems, uh, those, are the, the, um, those students will then form their own teams for the first time, and they'll present their solutions <clears throat> at the end of the course. So here's what happens. Um, the problems, you know, they get successively more challenging. Um, and as I mentioned, they cover a lot of learning terrain in the process. When the students get to the last part of the class where they're choosing their own problems they want to solve and creating models to to, um, solve them, um, they've already learned so much from working on the business problems earlier in the class that what they come up with is much more sophisticated than it would be otherwise.
0: I think that is an interesting point and certainly a point of distinction because that sequencing of the businesses up front, where you're very mindful of what business one's challenge is going to be, and then business two being a little bit more challenging or diving deeper into some specific concepts. By the time you get to business three, they're feeling a more uh, savvy. Mm-hmm. But to then, at the end of the course, dive into their own projects where I know a lot of entrepreneurial programs or even a startup weekend begin there. That's right. Uh, if you want to speak a little bit more about yeah, how you've sequenced that or why it matters.
1: Yeah, so when you um, – well, and and it's really to uh, – what you were saying is exactly right. So the um, I'm very deliberate about the – not only what the problems are mm-hmm. that we're – giving the students, but also the sequencing of them and the challenge. And um, those problems provided by real businesses are, have some constraints around them because it's a real business. Mm. It has a specific mission, specific products or services. There's a market to define for an existing product or service. Students learn things like how to do good research, problem-solving with a manageable problem, mm-hmm. um, how to segment. They learn um, what good data means with already a constructed, specific problem that they're working on. Mm-hmm. So as I mentioned earlier, we've really developed some very, very um, guided sort of curricular things to to uh, for these various problems. and what they do with business one is different than business two and business three.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And when you're teaching a course where students are developing these kinds of skills, you really have to be very um, mindful about when you're structuring, curriculum and the class about where they are in their development of these skills so in the first business problem and if you know you saw this uh, teaching it with us this past semester in the first business problem you're really teaching them very very basic foundational things Mm -hmm. so you have to understand what that what those things are where the students are coming in the door what's not only possible but um actually realistic for them to accomplish in in developing these skills in the first three weeks of a course you you have to really be mindful of all that so all these things mean that during the course of working on these first three businesses you have real objectives about where the students are at the end of those three in problem-solving ability, market research, um, communications, um, some of their quantitative anal- analysis, their analytical skills, mm-hmm. etc., And so how they, what their, um, what the sort of, end product of in the last part of the class when they're going to be building their own businesses. You, you, you know what is reasonable to expect them to accomplish in the last part because you know what they'll have as skills going in. If the entire class is choose a problem you care to solve and build a business model and away you go, um, they have no real context. And they don't have any foundational skills coming in. And they'll have a great experience. They'll learn a lot of things. But the real depth of learning that happens here, I mean, they, it's crazy powerful what they learn in terms of how to do good research, what good data means, how to present well. Um, They're writing, I mean, it's crazy powerful. And that comes from having worked on very specific things and having to deliver quality results Um, and on the point of quality. So if you have a real business with a real problem, and and they always are. they're, They're real problems that the CEO is losing sleep about right then and there. Students coming in with a solution at the end of it, If it's shallow or it's not evidence based or they haven't done their homework in specific areas, Mm -hmm. it it totally shows. There's no hiding from it. So having problems that they work on earlier that um, have real specific content. You know, one of the problems that in one of the classes um, was genome oncology. Okay, you can't do it. Now, did they have to become geneticists in three weeks? Of course not. <laughs> and, you know, we, you know, I was very careful to, I'm very careful about these problems. I spent a lot of time thinking about and analyzing how that problem, what the path is going to be, the learning path of a student working on that problem in three weeks. Mm-hmm. And with other teachers we've worked with who don't have as much time as we have or who are teaching something else in a different space, it might be five weeks, I mean, the time doesn't matter, but a unit, a problem. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're going to have to learn some level, some degree of content in order to be able to solve that problem. You cannot completely separate content from knowledge from skill development. Mm When the only thing a student does in an entrepreneurship class is come up with a problem they want to solve and then create a business model to solve it, Um, it's I don't even know. It's so hard for me to even articulate how different that is. Um, They don't have the richness of knowledge they have to gain. in the course of salt. Does that make sense? Absolutely.
0: I mean, I even think about, in my own experiences, taking some entrepreneurial classes, but then also out in in the field working with the entrepreneurs that we did work with abroad. If there isn't any background and you're coming in completely blind, you have nothing to relate that to. But I can really see with this course that because the students are fostering the skills, and and the first time uh, out of business one, they really weren't doing very deep research. and that's true
1: every semester, and
0: yeah. And then I think it actually is wonderful and part of the magic of this that every time the course, every time another business happens in the course, it's another opportunity for them to fail in a safe space where they realize, wow, that data wasn't good enough, actually. We didn't have a big enough sample size to base any of our decisions on. Let's go again. Business two, let's try it again. And I feel like by the time then they get to the final project where they're developing their own, they are feeling more confident yeah. about the actual problem-solving process. How yeah. to go about solving that in a meaningful way that right. will create some kind of solution people care about. Right. Is there any specifics uh, with regards to the businesses and the students working on the real problems that? shift how the course moves
1: oh my gosh it's um it's huge right so it's the content itself that's different so if they're working on genome oncology they're steeped for three weeks in the world of genetic science (laughs) um it's a very very different thing than if they're working with rust belt reclamation and they're worrying about um you know the environment the ecology reclaimed wood The dynamics and the plan, you know, it's so the subject matter itself is very different. In our case, in this course this time, uh, we because it's an entrepreneurship class, we have the flexibility to choose whatever businesses with whatever attending content we want. If I'm teaching a science class, as the teacher I talked to last week, uh, they have specific things. Content knowledge they want their students to learn. So you choose the problems differently because you they the learning objective is that the students come out with a working knowledge of um, whatever it is you know um,
0: water filtration
1: yeah or or right or some some fundamental chemistry or whatever it may be. Um, but along the way, in that science class, they're not only going to learn the chemistry that the, that they need to learn in their sophomore year, but they're also going to learn a lot of skills for, skills as well. And And that's really what we're talking about is a different model of education. Mm-hmm. That's really what we're talking about. We're not talking about, oh, you're teaching entrepreneurship. We're talking about... How, we're talking about doing school better. How should we construct school so that we're preparing students for the world they're entering? Is there knowledge they need to learn along the way? Yes. Are you going to, uh, you know, are you gonna make sure that every student by the time they graduate has learned well all these different subject areas? We've never figured out how to do that. We're not get, okay, we're still not. But instead of all the churning and conversation and work being, let's redo the table of contents of what topics I cover. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's, let, you and I are both, uh, you know, we're both teaching American literature, and let's spend all of our time together arguing about which specific books. In all of American literature, we've got students for their sophomore year And we are going to spend all our energy arguing about which books we're going to choose for them to read that matter most in all of American literature, (laughs) okay? So instead of that, and there's nothing wrong with the books that we come up with, and there's nothing wrong with discussing that, of course. But the whole dynamic of teaching and of education and school has been entirely focused on content, specific content, mm-hmm. in this fantasy that if we only choose the right content, everybody will be fine. <clears throat> and it's completely disconnected from the reality of the world these kids are going into. Right. What they need now are skills. And they need lots of knowledge, and they need to know how to learn the knowledge. Right. And when they graduate from school, and they're in something, and they're they never learned chemistry that deeply and now they need it. They know how to learn it and they'll they'll learn it.
0: Right. It's that self-awareness piece of understanding the type of learner you are, but also how how to really be active in the learning process. It's
1: about learning how to learn. Yeah. Learn well. And and
0: yeah. And and stepping into that to know that, you know, it's not just passive learning like most of us have had our entire life for the first yeah. 18 years, that now they're really given an opportunity mm-hmm. to step into it themselves. And the, the students in this course, it's been designed uh, at the high school level, but is this more broadly applicable? Is this being applied? Oh, all
1: over, yeah, in all kinds of different things. It's a, it's a really, it's a model of education. It's not an entrepreneurship class.
0: For more information and resources, go to doschoolbetter.com. Podcast created by Tim Desmond, Doris Corda, and Allison Tanker. Produced by Tim Desmond.